I'm Matt. And I'm Jamie. And we are Shade Tree Chefs. All right, today we have a special guest, Nick. Say hello, Nick. How are we doing? We're doing excellent. Thanks for joining us this week. This week, Jamie, what did we do? We're doing pizzas on the grill. Pizzas on the grill. Or pizzas out in the backyard, I guess. Right. And uh, we actually lucked out. The weather, uh, we're supposed to be getting some big storms, uh, damaging winds, hail, and it was looking like uh, it was pushed off. And then when you got here, Jamie, um, it was looking back in the forecast. Our timing was impeccable. I think we were just pulling the last pizzas off of the grill, and it started raining, got them all in the garage, and it started coming down pretty good. Yeah, so definitely want to watch out for the weather and watch your, your forecast. Don't believe the weatherman because they're probably wrong, but we dodged, Normally are. We dodged the rain. So. Sorry if you are a meteorologist listening to this. I'm sure you are the one that is accurate. <laughs> right. All right, awesome. So today you used your... Uh, yeah, that? so I, I have uh, my Weber 22-inch grill, and I use the, I think it's a kettle pizza, kettle pizza attachment yep. on it. Uh, Nick brought over his. Uh, Uni Freya. Uni Freya. Pretty neat. Um, we'll, we'll have some pictures posted. Uh, pretty neat device there. Um, so we both did homemade crust and sauce, correct? That is correct. Uh, I, I would probably say that our crust was about the same yeah um both using the double o flour uh, neapolitan style crust because uh, we were looking for higher temp to cook this pizza um sauce you made your own yep made oh, like oh, a yes. uh, bushmel uh, parmesan you want to go into that a little bit more uh yeah it's like a flour based italian style uh white sauce yeah it was uh i, I was a little skeptical um at first when you mentioned it but uh good flavor out of it yeah when i saw you guys building your pizzas i, I saw you doing your traditional red sauce and then you started putting on the the white sauce i'm like okay we're gonna do something different here that so i was intrigued and excited yeah, and i used a um actually a family recipe that's been well i mean i kind of started it and i plan on passing it down to future generations <laughs> but uh just i found it off the internet there's like four ingredients um more of an, a real italian style it's a it's a thin sauce um i made a um, margarita pizza while nick made a jalapeno popper pizza getting a little ahead of ourselves here um so let's let's go into a little bit more about your uni yeah you want to kind of describe that a little bit more so it's uh like a dedicated pizza stove um it's got like a metal casing and everything on it, and it uses uh, pellets to fuel the fire, and then the fire kind of drapes across the top of the pizza stone, and then out the, the stack to kind of keep it consistent heat there. What what size pizzas can you throw in there? Or how uh, big, up big? to 12-inch. Okay, so a standard 12-inch pizza. I would imagine you can get a, a frozen pizza in there for your... Yeah, it was pretty cool looking at it. Um, I, know, I know you had a little bit of a trouble getting that thing going. Um, but once it was going, you could actually see that uh, in the back, there's like a little basket that holds the pellets. And then, yeah, that flame just went up and then it just curled along the whole top till your exhaust. So, I mean, really, the, the whole pizza you have in there has fire above it. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Pre- pretty neat looking, but uh, a little pricey, I think, right? How much did you pay for that, if you don't uh, mind me asking? 350 Okay, 350 But you have a dedicated go-to uh, versus kind of setting up and like I said, or like Matt said, setting up the Weber kettle pizza, which is a little bit more involved, right? Yeah, uh, well, a little more involved. I mean, 
you know, it's just an attachment. You have to put your grate inside of the attachment. Um, so the biggest issue I have is not having a custom grate. So if, if I want to uh, or need to add more fuel to it, I have to lift the whole thing off to then have access to where um, my coals are. But, yeah, I just start up a, a charcoal like I normally do for a cook. Um, and then right before putting everything on, throw some chunks of wood on to, to help get that heat up. I was shooting for, I think we are both shooting about, for about the same 650 to 800 degrees. Yeah. Okay, and so you're shooting for that. Did you end up getting that? I did. I was actually a little over. I was probably about 800 degrees. Okay. And, Matt, you were measuring that with, you had a, a laser. Yeah, a little uh, laser digital thermometer. Thermometer, yeah. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I mean, the only bad thing I'd say about yours is there is no actual gauge on it. Yeah. There's no way of no way of really knowing. Yeah. Um, okay. Where uh, mine, I, I have my the the temp gauge on the Weber top itself, but then there's also one right by the opening on this attachment. So they're again shooting for 700. Uh, we had a little bit of delay from putting it on. I've known this in the past that uh, once you kind of you watch it get up to temp, throw your pizzas in, um, it eats through it. I mean, I, I put chunks of applewood in. And I think I put, was it good, probably about good six. And by the end of the first pizza, I was losing temperature. Yeah. I've got the same thing. And you can put on three to five chunks of, of, of apple wood, cherry wood, something like that. And you'll get 10, 15 minutes, I think, before you have to refuel it. So. Right. So it can get costly where I, I don't know the, the cost of pellets. They're relatively cheap. I would say slightly cheaper than like a 20-pound bag or... 20 uh, pound uh, cylinder of uh, propane. Okay, so about $20 ish. Yeah, about a bag for 20 pounds. So, I mean, and I mean, we, you went through what? I mean, you had like a red solo cup that you were yeah, maybe filling up and dumping it in there. 20 ounces of pellets. Let's All right, say. so not, not terribly much. Where, no. you know, I buy, first off, I have to have my, my charcoal as my start. And today you used lump? I, I used lump because I had it. Um, so I found some good pieces, hoping to help with that higher temp um, than a, a regular charcoal briquette. Uh, all said and done, it, it, it performed about the same way. It didn't get it help achieve that high temp uh, mm -hmm. that I was shooting for without actually adding um, the wood chunks. Yeah, and so refueling, let's talk about refueling real quick. Real quick. Uh, Nick, refueling yours is as, as as simple as filling up your solo cup and dumping more in there. Yep, right correct? into the, there's a little hopper on it. And you just flip the lid open, dump them right in with the solo cup, and then okay, good to go. And Matt, for the Weber, I'm lifting. Done? I mean, without getting a custom grate where I can just lift lid lift the uh, the the top cover of the 22 off. I mean, I have to lift that whole attachment, which has the grate in it also. Yeah, so luckily a little more cumbersome. So I was there. I helped you out with that, lifted it up for you. So we got the timing down. So I lifted it up. You were able to put, what, three more chunks in there. And that gave us right. another 15 minutes. Get, get us back up to temp to cook that second pizza. Yeah. And normally you can get, what, three pizzas out of it if you get your timing down right? Yeah, yeah. If you have your, your temp and, and you're ready for it, you can, you can knock out two, three before you start losing temp. So I think the moral of the story here is timing is everything with, with pizza. I mean, getting your dough, getting... Um, getting the, the temperature of your grill or your cooker up to temp and maintaining that temperature is, is crucial to this. Oh, definitely. I mean, you're just going to add more and more time on to it. I mean, we both came 
came here today with Neapolitan style um, crust, which uh, for those that don't know, Neapolitan is, there again, it's cooked at that high temp. You're looking seven, 800 degrees pizza that should cook in, you know, a minute and a half to three minutes. Sure. Now, going back, you guys have, you said you made your, your own dough. You used double O flour. Double O flour. You made everything overnight or? Yeah, I, I, I was a little delayed. I should have done it probably Friday evening, but I waited till Saturday. It was Saturday evening I put it together. They say, hey, let it kind of ferment for three days and then use it. And today's Monday. Today is Monday. Okay. How about you? Nick? Yeah, I, I typically do at least eight hours before. Okay. They do it, but I did it as well as yesterday. Sure. Okay, so overnight at least right. on, on both. I mean, you could do it. You got to have some rest time. Let it, because um, you are using yeast, you it, let it rise and rest. Get it, you know, it's so like this morning I took it out of the fridge and just left it on the counter. I had it in a Tupperware bowl with a lid, and I just put it out so it could get up to room temperature. Uh, I mean, it, it grew in size quite a bit. Um, I mean, when I cut into it, I mean, it was real fluffy, mm-hmm. so nice, light crust. Now, if you don't want to be so adventurous, um, I've done it in the past. Like I said, I've got the same thing that you do, Matt, the Weber attachment. I've got the, or I've gone to the store, and I've gotten, uh, don't make fun of me here, but I bought, like, the Jif little boxes, yeah. you know, like 90 cents, something like that at the store. Do it, you know, you whip it together, and you got your crust maybe yep. an hour before, a half hour oh, before. I, you know, I, that, I've done that, too, when I first got the attachment, I got so excited it came. I, I ran to the nearest store, and same thing. I don't, I don't remember what the brand was, but I bought a, a crust and then just a store-bought sauce and all that and made it, and it was phenomenal. Yeah, and, and you can even dumb it down even more by getting like a pre-made crust um, that's like ready pre-made, sealed, ready to rock. Just put your ingredients and right. sauce on top of it. If you're in a rush or if you're not looking for looking to wow people, I guess, or or if you don't want to be as adventurous, right. that'd be awesome. Yeah, and, you know, kind of going into um, some of the differences, like mine, I don't use a pizza stone for mine. So I have, a, you know, the regular Weber grill grate. Um, so then I, I will put and piece mine together all on a, like, pizza pan and use that, and then that way I have easier turning. Uh, where I know on your Oni, it, has, it comes with a pizza stone, uh, and although because I prepared the pizza, <laughs> you used a, you, you did use a pan, but uh, other than that, you were just going yeah, just right on the pizza stone. Yep. Yeah, and I think, I mean, yours comes with it, but it's also pre, it's built into it, so you really can't avoid the actual pizza stone part. No, of it, yeah, right? the it's, cooking surface is the pizza stone. Yeah, no, that's but that's that that nice. is removable for cleaning. Yes, it I is was going to say I thought yeah. I seen you okay. kind of pop it out. Um, yeah, so we went over, that's a, the crust. Oh, another good thing too, right? Uh, <laughs> we ran into a, a Shade Tree Chef moment here, uh, <laughs> putting our pizzas together. I put mine uh, together on, uh, right on the pan. Uh, I, I rolled out my dough early, and then I put um, you know, the clear wrap, saran wrap, or whatever. Uh, I floured it, set it down, just stacked them like that with a piece of saran wrap between it. Um, you came in with your dough and had to roll it out and we just use aluminum foil for a clean surface yep um and we ran into a little issue of transferring it then yeah it did not uh one transfer it was just sticking to the aluminum foil sticking to the aluminum foil so always make sure um however you're doing it to make sure you have some some flour down 
on whatever surface it is. And you did. I see, I seen you do it, but yeah. it just uh, wasn't enough. <laughs> no, no, I've seen it in your bag. Um, you brought cornmeal as well. I, and I've used cornmeal myself. Yeah. And that's like a little treat uh, trick as well to, yep. to create that nonstick surface. And that does kind of do add a little bit of flavor to it, it too. It does. Did you use that today? I did not use it today. Oh, so, so there, look, he came prepared and then missed that step. Yeah. I just use flour instead. Just flour. That's all right. That's all right. Well, another thing you don't want either, because I've, I've done it myself, is where you get a, a clump of flour. Oh, and, and it gets under one spot, and then it kind of burns, and it's just this raw burns flour. And you, you, you taste it. Tasting flour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it, make sure, yeah, spread that flour out um, to prevent that, that sticking, or if you're going to roll it out. And the thing, too, is, is uh, it wasn't just that we had a tough time getting it up. All the toppings were on it. Yeah. <laughs> So luckily, I had yeah. another pan, and with uh, the two of us working very gingerly, we were able to, to get it on the pizza pan, and, and we saved that pizza. Now, on, on the outside, just watching you guys prepare and, and get everything up to temp and, and just using it, from ease, ease of use, in my opinion, it looked like the, the uni was way easier, especially like refueling and, and just just going to it. Because I guess going backwards, how do you light the, the pellets? So I uh, use a propane torch, light the, propell- the pellets. So you fill the hopper up, you light it up with the propane torch. Uh, you fill the tray up first and then the get up. the fire established pretty well, and then you can fill the hopper. And, okay. it, and it's pretty cool because that hopper actually pulls out. So at, at one point when he was having a problem, he didn't pull it out, and he was just kind of going from the, the air intake, and he was still able to reach the coals, or I'm sorry, his pellets with his flame. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what kind of pellets did you end up using today? I was using just normal oak pellets. Oak pellets. And Matt, you said you had... I, I was using apple wood. Apple chunks. So we had apple oak chunks. versus apple. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, no, ease of use, uh, I would give it to the uni. Yeah, I mean, ref, refilling it, most certainly. And, yeah, getting it going, refilling it. Um, now Biggest drawback, I, like I said, I seen that you don't have a temp probe. You don't have a temp probe, but it looks like if you once you get that going, maybe maybe there's a time thing once you get the, the pellets lit. Yeah, I, I typically time it once I get it, you know, a good fire established, use my laser, check the surface of the stone, about temperature's right, and then, yeah, you fill it up. And Awesome. I mean, the only other downside I, I could see, and I, I know they make other models, is um, potential size. I mean, luckily my uh, my pan I had that we use for, for the margarita pizza, it fit, but it was a little bit, little bit tight. So, I mean, you have one that... What did you say earlier? It fits a 12-inch pizza? Yeah, I have the smallest uh, smallest one. I know they do make bigger models, but uh, the smallest one is the only one that has pellets. The other ones are multi-fuel. Okay. Which, I mean, we'll, we'll say that's a drawback to it, but, I mean, a 12-inch pizza or, or under is, is plenty big. I think that's that's a benefit because how often, say, you're feeding a family or you're, you're at a party or something like that where you're like, you have the kids who are like, I want cheese pizza, and, and mom and dad want something else, or, or guests are over and they, they're allergic to something. You're like, okay, cool, I can make four different 12-inch pizzas. Everybody gets their own pizza. You have a pizza party going, and you, your pellets last you how many pizzas? I would say probably about roughly 15 minutes, and you could do about three, four pizzas then if you're prepared. Three, four, yeah, based on it took you about three, three and a half minutes for the pizzas I saw today. Yeah, for, so. yeah I mean, the only other thing, and I agree, um, Normally, you're going to cook a bunch of different ones because everybody's tastes are, are different. Or you do a couple of the same. Like, I, if I'm cooking, I always save one, the one that I want for last because I'm slinging them and I want some warm pizza. 
So maybe I make a couple of them, save that one for last. But uh, I know we both have, uh, when, when we're stretching this dough out ourselves, I mean, I cheated this time. I had a round bowl that was around the size of my pan. I set it down, took a knife, and cut it. So mine actually did turn out uh, pretty round. But most of the time, I'm hand-stretching it. I'm fighting with this dough, right? Yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not great with the dough, and it ends up being all elongated. So that would be the only drawback. A 12-inch pizza is nice, um, but how well are we able to get it uh, where we don't have that 14-inch little area, you know, unless you're measuring it out? And that was the struggle I had was trying to make it, you know, nice and neat. It wasn't pretty by any means, but it tasty that's all that matters is how it tastes like yeah i don't think either way nobody's gonna be like you know that pizza's square i'm not gonna eat that no way no and actually the the one um it was it's almost perfectly rectangular so when we cut it uh it was six nice pretty uniform pieces so uh it was a little bit easier to cut than than the other one which was a little rounder that was was when we had struggles with getting it on the pan and it's like all right how do i cut this one you know you have real big area but i mean that's how mine normally look other than how I cheated today and used a bowl. <laughs> right. So cost, let's talk about cost real quick. Um, so you said you paid about 350, obviously not on sale. Yep. 350 bucks. And that's a dedicated, it's all it does is make pizzas or I guess you can make like a calzone out of it too. That'd be. Yeah. I have seen people put cast iron in it too, and they can do like fry fish and stuff in there, but I sure. have not ventured. So, yeah, you just made pizzas, which is fine because if you're making, if you're consistently making awesome pizzas, why venture? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, and uh, so I guess cost, upfront cost, I would go with the Weber because, and then most, a lot of people have a 22 inch grill at their house and they make the ring itself, I know, downsizes to an 18 inch as well. Oh, depending yes, on, yes, that's right. Depending on where you put that uh, bolt. So, so if you have an 18 inch grill or a 22 inch grill, you can kind of, make it fit there and then i think they also sell a 26 inch version for the larger grill oh that that might be newer than uh, since i've gotten mine yeah and they both i'm sure sell all kinds of accessories but i think upfront cost since a lot of people have 18 or 22 inch grill in there in their backyard already i would go with the weber right if you have one if you if, don't if you though, have one right if you're like, hey you know i want to cook pizza i don't really grill i have uh, a gas grill but I want to make some stone fire pizza. I want to make a, a, you know, get that pizza cooker. You can do it on a gas grill, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that, well, I, I guess we didn't test it. I, I don't think we'd have had as good of results as what we did uh, with the, the dedicated pizza cooker or the attachment. Yeah, so upfront cost goes to the Uni, or I'm sorry, goes to the Weber. Um, but ease of use goes to the Uni. Yes. Just because you're able to, you're able to do many, many pizzas over and over and over and just add a little bit more, more pellets. It, it much, much easier without um, buying a special grate or cutting one up. It's a lot easier to do by yourself because with the, the Weber, you have to lift up the whole contraption to refill with wood. Right. Then you got to have a table or something to set it down, grab your wood, put Somewhere it on. Somewhere to put it. And put if, it you're, back on. if you're hosting a party, you have maybe kids running around. Hey, watch out for this really hot item on the ground beside me. Right. Um, right. Uh, so outside of cost, so cost up front, again, Weber, but ease of use, Uni. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about crust and uh, how did our crust turn out? All right. So, so what we did, um, let's elaborate a little bit more is we each put together, <laughs> pardon me, two pizzas, one to be cooked on each uh, device, one on the Weber, one on the Uni. 
Um, and we, so one, one of each of our peaches was cooked on either one, and then uh, we did a side-by-side -side comparison. So, um, so for crust, uh, and now there's a little disclaimer on this one too, because like I stated, I put mine on pizza pans to begin with, and one's kind of a mesh pan. So if we go with um, the jalapeno popper pizza, he put it right on his stone. I had, I had put it on to um, a pizza pan. I think the crust turned out better off the stone than it did in my pan. What do you think? Yeah, Nick? yeah. no, I agree. I agree that the, the stone had nice even temperature across and it yeah. seemed to work out pretty well. And yours, I mean, like I said, yours comes with the built-in stone, so you don't have to buy any nope, aftermarket nothing. stones. And now a lot of people with the Weber attachment, a lot of people will preheat like a, a cooking stone to begin with, and then just, they'll just throw the pizzas on top of that. So there's a couple different ways to make them, right. um, depending on how, how you want to go about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I decide I don't use a stone. I just pan right on the grate and now push his, it back. Now his crust with, with the stone, built-in stone, I think was, was pretty pretty awesome you know it wasn't too tough or it wasn't too crunchy and it wasn't too soft it turned out excellent yeah especially on, on that first pizza um which he was able to put on the stone uh, i do give the the crust to, to him to to the uni uh, a little more even a little more uh i don't want to say crisp but but crisp right yeah, it was con pretty consistent pretty too. it was consistent. like a graham cracker I would almost say, but not as crunchy. Yeah, yeah, and you weren't you weren't like trying to tear it with your teeth. You weren't trying to pull it apart. It wasn't like chewy. So and and you know, uh, I'd say on the Weber. Now we had a thinner crust because, uh, like we mentioned before, our struggles of getting it on a pan. Um, it was still done, but yeah, you just didn't quite have that um, brownness. You know, that little bit of crunch. It was a little little. I don't want to say mushy because it wasn't mushy. More bread consistency, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, chewy, a little chewier. Chewy. Yeah, uh, and then, okay, so crust sauce. Now you made your sauce was kind of thin. Yeah, it was, a, it was a thin sauce. Yeah, it was a thinner sauce on Matt's pizzas. Uh, Nick's sauce was a little bit thicker. I'd say it's on the thicker side, yeah, because you got extra flour and stuff in there. A little bit more flour. Matt ended up using a different like, ingredient. Yeah, mine was tomato based, so I bought a you know a can of. It was actually whole peeled tomatoes. Um, they had a little, I mean, it was like four ingredients. Um, so it was the tomatoes, it was some, uh, a little bit of basil, olive oil, and garlic. And that was it, and put it in the blender. Mm -hmm. And uh, just get it to where it's all smooth and, then, and you're done. But there again, I did not cook it, so it wasn't reduced or anything. So it was more like a drink. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, both both of them, both pizzas, uh, uh, all four pizzas, I guess, were awesome. Uh, ease of use out of them, it was really convenient to, to make outside. Obviously, we talked about it already, but ease of use goes to the uni again, just because you're able to just refill it and go. Um, well, well, you know, another thing, we, we've, we've talked about these pizzas somewhat, but we haven't really gone into what we, what we put on them. So, like, I, I had the... Uh, homemade sauce, and then it was mozzarella. Now, uh, as we've seen with the final result, um, the margarita pizza that I made, it's it's always a little, and it could be the sauce, but it's definitely the mozzarella and the, the sliced tomatoes. It's going to be, um, you're going to have that water. that can, You know, we're dealing with mozzarella, which is a very moist cheese. 
and then tomato has a lot of moisture in it. So, I mean, when I cut it, I try, I cut it early and then put it between like paper towel and for the mozzarella, I actually, same thing, put between paper towel and then try to put a plate and a, you know, a few full soda cans on top, trying to press out, get, get rid of some of that moisture. I think the tomato is going to be one of your biggest enemies as well because right. tomatoes are inherently just juicy. Yeah, juicy. Fruit. I mean, it it helps, but I mean, we got done with it. And then, uh, you know, once it's cooked, then you throw on a little basil, slice it up, and, and eat it. So, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, it, you have a lot of moisture on it. Mm-hmm. And this is where, um, I mean, when we cooked it, uh, being on the, the Weber, the, that crust was solid throughout where um, given it was not right on the pizza stone it was on that mesh pizza pan um, the crust was a little more mushy off of the uni but we got to put that solely because we didn't put it right on onto your stone yeah it definitely did raise it up a little bit off the stone so the temperature probably wasn't as dialed if you will mm-hmm. uh, but uh but yeah, either way, they're both, they both both turn out good. Uh, so we really haven't talked about what all was on your pizza. Yeah. If you even want to divulge what was all on it. Yeah, so basically I had a Neapolitan-style crust, or a, yeah, pizza dough, too, as well, which is typically more silky than like a normal pizza dough. And it cooks quicker, too. That, that it does, and it cooks at a lot higher temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, I then made like a Bushmel Parmesan sauce, which is like an Italian sauce, kind of like Alfredo sauce almost, if you will. And you add Parmesan cheese to that. And then I uh, candied up some bacon because bacon's always delicious. So how do you how do you candy bacon? Right. So uh, candy bacon, brown sugar, regular sugar, a little bit that, and you kind of like bake it in the oven. So you're making regular bacon in the oven, but you just add brown sugar on top, and it kind of candies it. Yeah. Obviously, yeah, you add sugar to anything, and it candies up, and yeah, yeah. Okay. So nothing really too crazy. Nothing there. crazy. Yeah. So candy bacon, little little chunks. And then I got uh, jalapeno, or yeah, sliced jalapenos that were pickled. Right out of the jar from grocery store. Was that thin cut or thick cut bacon? Uh, that was thin cut, thin I believe. Cut. Okay. I wonder. I wonder if it would be different. How big of a difference it'd be if you ended up going with like a thick cut? I mean, I think there would have been a, a little bit uh, a difference. Um, I, you know, I think I like the thin cut in there. You know, with what you did, because um, uh, it, it it just it added just enough to it. It wasn't overpowering. Right. You know, you got you got a little bit of that bacon and, and that bite, and it added that sweetness um, to that that jalapeno heat. And then uh, uh, what else? There was what cream cheese on it. Yep, and I then, just took cream cheese, put it in a baller, kind of balled up cream cheese onto it. Okay. Yeah, no, that that ingredient or that recipe, that pizza was amazing. And yeah, it, it, with the wood well, fire, well, you know, well balanced too, for sure. Well balanced. And once you hit those uh, the jalapenos, you know it was it was a little savory and then you hit the jalapenos and it was a little little spice right yeah well balanced i mean having that that um candied bacon in there because uh a lot of times when you have something like that a jalapeno popper pizza or whatnot you're eating for myself at least or even like a jalapeno popper you have a couple of them and then because uh, you don't really have much to kind of offset that heat you know it, it just keeps building maybe i'm just a wuss um, but it, with that candied bacon, it added that different note. It kind of calmed everything down. Um, so you were able to, uh, in my opinion, enjoy, uh, enjoy that pizza a little bit more, you know, without anything being overpowering. Yeah, through and through. Cool. Uh, I mean, uh, another thing, too, you, you used what? Was it oak? Yeah, I used oak. And I used apple. I, I, honestly, I couldn't tell a difference on, on the no. pizzas. 
oak oak and apple i mean apple's more of like a sweeter smoke to it but i think oak is kind of pretty tame you get more of that wood flavor mm-hmm. if you will all right so we talked about i think we we covered all of our, our subjects uh, is there anything else you want to talk about nick matt or matt nick matt, matt nick yeah um so oh do i do yeah do you, i think do I you did you agree with me uh, as far as like ease of use or oh yeah no de- definitely um I, I'll disagree with you on potential startup costs because, you know, that's taken into factor. Hey, you already have a Weber grill. Um, I mean, I think you can get them still under 100 bucks or around $100. So yeah. you're looking at – but I, well, I guess even then you, you would be cheaper because I want to say that attachment was – That was about 100, 150, 150 I think. Um, so you're into it about 250 Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you just want a dedicated pizza oven, that thing, I'd buy it. And I think it was small too. You set it on top of your um, little cabinet, like outdoor cabinet storage device, and it worked perfectly. Well, and, it, yeah. and what's nice too is it well it has a nice carrying case, yeah, right. And then like it stacks uh, and is shoot, what do you want to call it? Your uh, shoot for your pellets. The hopper. The, the hopper. hopper. Yeah. It, it all comes out and, and stores, so um, it's not all that big. It's probably size wise in its case, roughly the same size as the, the kettle attachment. Now, cleanup, we know how to clean out a grill after it's done. Like, you got to ash sweep, and right. you take out all the, all the ash that way. For the uni, how do you clean that thing so up? So, basically, the back end of the, the pizza oven, it's like a little tray. You pull that out, and then all the ash drops into the little tray. Do you ever have a problem after several pizzas, uh, like clogging or anything like that? Or No, because typically I clean it out, like, every time Okay. after every cook. And so, you can get quite a few pizzas out of it before you have to worry about any ash issues, clog yeah, yeah. issues. Okay. Awesome. No, I, I think both are cool. I, I have the Weber attachment thing, but if I were in the market, maybe next year, the year after I'd, I would probably, I'd buy a new one. Yeah. You know what? I just realized what we forgot to talk about the pizzas that Jamie brought today. Oh yeah. What, I didn't bring about those pizzas. <laughs> uh, you can make fun of me all you want, but I was at the dentist getting a crown. All right. All right. Yeah. Getting dental work. That's but, a, that's yeah, all right. That's I had right. to. I have to give my yeah, digs in when little, I little when jab. I can. Yeah, little that's jab. Fine. That's fine. I'm sure they would have been spectacular. Your guys' pizzas were awesome. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I that uni. Uh, either way, uh, whichever way you, you were to go, I, I think uh, something where you use wood or, or charcoal is to be better than than gas fired or, or or in the oven. It just adds. Like we mentioned before, you go to the we went to the store and you just bought the either pre made crust or the box crust, a store sauce, um, and threw on your favorite toppings. It still tastes better, um, to my in my opinion, than almost any takeout pizza because it adds that different element to it and, and there's some f- phenomenal pizzas out there no way am i you know downing any of these wonderful businesses that make pizza around here but it's just that it gets that different note that um most places can't give you and that's that wood or or pellet that, that smoke that wood flavor to it and you got the entertainment factor too i mean you're you got a backyard party for your niece nephew uh daughter son whatever the case may be you can fire that one, either one up and cool. just start entertaining, like throwing pizzas out. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe you have a second person, I mean, whoever, um, you're, you're either, uh, time wise. So, uh, we kind of mentioned it. His was pretty consistent about, but three minutes. You were about, yeah. Nick's, Nick's, uh, uni was about three, three and a half minutes. Matt's was five, seven, five, five to seven minutes. Yeah. It was probably five. And yeah, I was losing temp at the end of that first one. And then the second pizza was still gaining temp. So now I wonder if you, if you used Oak, if that would keep heat longer. 
I don't know. And I, and I thought using the lump charcoal would give me a little more heat. Um, and I, I kind of sectioned it off. Um, so that way, uh, the, I didn't necessarily have to have my pizza directly over that fire. Right. Um, which I ended up putting the pan over just trying to help it out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it still counts on the wood chunks, which a bag of it, which is a big bag, but not right. <laughs> necessarily a lot of, a lot of wood. It was probably twelve, fourteen dollars, and like I said, I probably threw a good ten chunks of wood on that. Mm-hmm. Now, Nick, so you bought your your uni. How many times a year would you say you use it? Uh, I've only had it for a year, so I've only been using it since probably spring. Okay, a few times. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say I've probably cooked about seven times on it by now. Okay, uh, do you, do you think you got your money's worth out of it? And would you recommend it? I, I think eventually. So typically, we eat pizza once a week or whatever, and we're always buying, you know. I think the cheapest pizza out there is what five bucks, if that. No. Yeah. I mean, unless you, you get a deal, sometimes you can find the three for ten, or whatnot. And sure. And by the time you load them up, and you know, you get they get a little pricey. So I I figured that you know, getting a dedicated pizza oven would probably be cheaper in the long run. Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, because even if you like uh, Jamie said, you go buy the the box of Jiff you know Jiff pizza crust for eighty nine cents, you had pretty much just water to that maybe an egg i mean no i think you just add water and then you 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 make your dough your dough balls i think it makes like two pizzas out of it two 12 14 inch pizzas out of it so yeah i mean you can get away pretty cheap making so it's a dollar you buy a can of sauce that's another two dollars and then you throw some some cheese that's three dollars on there and 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 if you and if you cook it enough i mean you just buy the massive bag yeah, that initial upfront cost, but I mean that'll last you a few weeks. Yeah, so all in go, going ultra cheap, you're talking twelve dollars for maybe two pizzas. Yeah, and then obviously you can go from there. The price rises from there. You know, if you want to start throwing fancier stuff on there, like candying your bacon or making your own custom sauces. Right. But awesome. Oh, Mister Fancy Pants over there, Nick, with his candied bacon. Candied bacon it is. Come, comes here and out, and out does me or. Who doesn't love bacon, though? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was great. That'll shut him up. Yeah, yeah. so I love bacon. I love I bacon. Think I think your, your uni's awesome. I think the Weber's fine. Uh, it's a really excellent product. I mean, I say that because I have it, but anything else? Any final final thoughts? No, I just, no, I don't, I don't think of anything today. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for joining us, Nick, yeah. and bringing your uni over, and it was pretty pretty cool that uh, I was able to come over when everything was almost ready to go on on the the grills. Thanks for timing that for me. Right. I was able to enjoy your guys your pizzas. So now, if we if we dissect this and break this down, it was I showed up right when you guys were going to throw the pizzas on, so I didn't have to wait but about <laughs> three minutes to eat. Although we cooked them all to do the side by side, but he was licking his chops. I and mean, you're sitting there with the pizza cutter just waiting to dig in. It's like we, you got to yeah. wait, man. Are we, are we eating, boys, or what's going on here? <laughs> Uh, no, uh, it was awesome. We had a good time. So, and we and we avoided the rain. So, yeah, cool. All right, all right. Well, uh, thanks, can... thanks again, Nick, for joining us. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Bring your tools over, and maybe we'll let you go home with it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no leftovers, so don't even think about coming over. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, by the time anyone hears this, you know that pizza would be a, you know, five days old. All right. All right. True. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. Um, tune in and like, subscribe. Uh, I think, are you going to put some pictures out there for yeah, us? Yeah, we got some video I'll put together. Um, you know, I want to do a little bit, I wanted to do a little bit more and then uh, kind of got lazy and forgot, you know, the dough making process. I did, I didn't watch it to see how it turned out when I made my sauce. I kind of made a short little video. 
nothing too special, but um, we did record the whole cook. I don't know if our angle was the best, but uh, we'll put that up there either way. Awesome. All right. Thanks again. My name is Jamie. I'm Matt. We are Shade Shade Tree Tree Chefs. Chefs.